啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦啦。Yay, Dawson! Refused to categorize the podcast. Ah, you should know. I have a new resource post for you. A resource post for you. A resource. A resource. A resource post for you. If you go to yoniDawson.com forward slash autism, I have gathered together all my favorite. Autism books, resources, checklists, and more—all、uh, the blog posts that I've ever written about all the things. So I'll talk about them all in this. And if you want all the links to all that shit, go to leonidawson.com/autism, and you can find them all there.、Um, and I'm also—this is going to be like one of those posts where that'll get updated all the time because you know, as you know, I read like up to 400 books a, a year. So as I find new shit. Um, I will add them in there. So first and foremost, I want to say like autism does not usually appear the same in females as it does for men. Females usually have different characteristics, and they are far less likely to get diagnosed. Now, this is for a range of reasons. Like a lot of medical professionals are only aware of the male characteristics of autism. And female autists tend to mask their behaviour socially to appear normal by copying other people's behaviour. It's definitely what I do, and like clearly, I don't do a great job of it. Like, how normal do I appear? Not much, but I kind of love that. Anyway, I wanted to say we are not female Sheldons. If you're considering autism and a female, make sure you look at the female checklist for autism. And if you go for an official diagnosis, make sure it's with a person who is fully educated about autism, especially in females. Now, here's the thing about autism in females: is there's a whole bunch of reasons why、um, professionals don't know about it, and that's most,、uh, you know, a lot to do with the fact that autism in females has not been researched anywhere near the amounts it has in men,、um, and that's for a whole bunch of reasons, including fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> Um, but the diagnostic assessments are still continuing to evolve.、Uh, but there are some great online tests and checklists.、Um, firstly, Tanya Ann Marshall has an adult female profile of autism, and、um, there's also a females with Aspergers non-official checklist from EverydayAspergers.com as well. And there's also some Tests at aspietests.org. That's a s p i e tests.org.、Um, now, when you like read through the female profile, it's pretty intense. Like, what、well, it was intense for me when I read it down. Like, I started going through it. In terms of how much it applied to me.、Um, And how much it explained my childhood as well, and I would not find that same level of synchronicity and deep soul connection if I like was just looking at the male checklist because we all know like you know just the usual autism stuff in terms of like finds it difficult to make eye contact, will line up their toys in color order,、um, where it's not necessarily the same for females. Now I've written a bunch about having autism, including 
Aspie goddess, what I do when I'm in autistic shutdown, ASD is fuck, my official diagnosis, and how I navigate my autism on a business photo shoot. So if you'd like to read them, you can go find the links at leonidawson.com forward slash autism. In terms of books, some books that I really love are I Am Aspian Woman by Tanya Marshall, Asper Girls by Rudy Simone, The Asper Kids Secret Book of Social Rules. Honestly, even just reading like the intro chapter, I was like, and because it like kind of gives you all of the rules in dot point form. And I swear to fucking God, like as I was reading them, and this is for kids, I was like, oh, oh, is, is that what we're supposed to do? Oh, is, is that why we do that? Right. It's just so useful to be told the rules explicitly because I just don't pick up on it otherwise. <laughs> Um, there's a beautiful graphic um, novel as well called Camouflage, The Hidden Lives of Autistic Women. It is very short. It's like a 30-minute read max, but I fucking loved it, and especially since I fucking love graphic novels. So that was awesome. Tony Atwood um, is probably one of the the world's leading experts on autism specifically on autism in women he wrote a book called the complete book of asperger's syndrome uh, and i have recently read the autistic brain by temple grandin who is arguably one of the world's most famous autistic people and she is brilliant oh, person with autism sorry uh, now some awesome asd people who are rad asd educators are the autistic advocate Princess Aspian, Paige Lale, and Kieran Rose, the Autistic Advocate. So links to all of those. They do such an amazing job of communicating and sharing their lives with autism and um, also, you know, their, what they've learned about autism. Now, in terms of how I got diagnosed, I self-diagnosed myself in 2014 after reading Female Asperger's Checklist and feeling like my whole inner world and history had been exposed on paper. I would like to clarify, I didn't actually think I had Asperger's, um, but a bunch of my female friends had been diagnosed. um, And um, I... (laughs) was like I don't get it like these are the coolest people I've ever met and we're just so the same like mm, I should just go check out this so I can understand more about them (laughs) and then I read the checklist and I was like what fucking pardon what but that's me that's my whole personality and my whole archetype and I thought I was so special Anyway, when I talked about this publicly, at a time I did receive some criticism that I should not speak about having autism unless I'd been formally diagnosed. Um, And I ended up talking about this when I finally did get diagnosed six years later with my diagnosing psychologist. And she said, like, please know and please tell people that self-diagnosis is still valid and important and should not be dismissed. For most people around the world, being able to receive an official diagnosis is impossible due to the lack of funds, the long long wait list for diagnosis, and or the lack of access to available psychologists who are able to diagnose, especially when it comes to diagnosing ASD in women. So I thought that was really helpful and really useful and I wanted to share it with you. 
Um, so I decided to go through the diagnostic process in 2020, basically just to confirm what I absolutely already knew. I went through Unique U Psychology in Melbourne, and that's U, just the letter U. And they specialize in ASD in women and girls, and it was done via telehealth. The assessment cost about $1,000 to do, and I was on that wait list for about six months before I could do my assessment. So here's what the assessment ended up looking like. It was an eight-page application form to fill out, a three-hour assessment via telehealth where I had to answer a lot of questions about my childhood, personality traits, preferences, and relationships. And that assessment is done by a developmental and educational psychologist usually. Um, Afterwards, I had to complete about eight questionnaires that measure and test for different things. Uh, one included a questionnaire to be completed by a caregiver from when you were a child. Um, my diagnosing psychologist also asked for contact details of my closest friend to call her and ask her some questions and get a holistic perspective. And then a few weeks after the original assessment, we had a, a one-hour review to discuss the diagnosis. My, my psychologist was like, congratulations, you are on the autism spectrum. And I was like, yeah, what a relief. <laughs> I was like, fuck, what happens if I'm not autistic? Like, what? Because like, I'm so sure I am. Anyway, my diagnosis was autism level one. Um, it's three levels with autism, level one, level two, level three. Uh, autism level one basically means I need the least level of support in order to be in the world. It still was like a strong autism diagnosis. However, I needed like 65 points or something to qualify and I got 135. <laughs> Fucking nailed it, guys. I don't know why I feel so chuffed about it. Like... <laughs> But I do, like, I feel like it's my IQ. <laughs> anyway, I also diagnosed as borderline ADHD, but the autism is my primary diagnosis. So some more things to discuss about diagnosing. Unique U psychology are fairly exhaustive in their assessments, clearly. They're checking whether you've got something else entirely different and for, and for comorbidities as well, aka whether you've also got a bonus complementary condition, like a we two for the price of one neuroatypicalness. Uh, ADHD and autism can be misdiagnosed for each other often, and they can also coexist together as comorbidities in the case of me. Not every place uses the same diagnostic process as what I've just shared. And I've got a friend who was diagnosed in like one 30-minute session with a psychiatrist. And one final note, in Australia, you may be able to get Medicare funding for the assessment. So check with your doctor. Now, this is different because it was an adult diagnosis. Um, it is usually more expensive um, when you're diagnosing a child um, for a range of different reasons, including the fact that you need to kind of actually, I think, like observe a lot more instead of being able to have somebody who can reflect and um, verbalize, if that makes sense. Now, important things to discuss. Some of these books and some of the articles and some of my earlier writings use the terminology of Asperger's instead of autism or ASD. ASD means autism's autistic spectrum disorder. Um, Asperger's terminology does have a problematic past. 
um, and is no longer considered to be a separate diagnosis from ASD anyway. So the use of Asperger's terminology can be hurtful to some members of the ASD community. Um, however, um, I absolutely respect the right for, pe for people to be able to identify that way because a lot of people were actually diagnosed with Asperger's when that was um, a part of the D. SM manual thing, the diagnostic manual. Um, and, you know, clearly a lot of people like using the word like Aspie or Aspian. It's kind of like this cute nickname. So um, I'm totally fine with other people using it. I, um, having done some research about it, I'm like, I try not to use it myself anymore where possible. Uh, some of those books and in some of my early writings, I also use the terminology of high functioning and I now know this is problematic and it causes pain to other members of the ASD community. So um, I don't like to use those words anymore. And I want to say as well that I'm really grateful for the grace and the kindness and the compassion um, that I was shown by people in the autistic community um, who like when I made missteps like that they weren't like like mean to me whatsoever um that like sometimes they would just say oh just letting you know like that that would probably be like an, an older kind of language and something that we do now is like we say something like this um but we love you we're so glad that you're part of our community and um yeah like they were just so fucking kind um I guess it I don't know. Maybe it's a strange parallel. Maybe it's like, you know, the older queers in the LGBTQIA plus community, they can be such an amazing, loving elder force for younger ones um, and ones who are just coming out that they sort of feel quite protective and supportive over them. So um, I feel really grateful that I had that experience and I also want to be that same for younger peeps as well. And for people who are just um, discovering their diagnosis um, later in life as well, because there are many, many, many people who are. Uh, other interesting things, some members of the ASD community are also pushing for a change in terminology from autism spectrum disorder, so ASD, to autism spectrum condition, ASC. And I really love that, like, because I don't feel like my autism is a disorder. It's just how my brain is set up and I love the way that it is set up. So it's fine for my brain to be a different way. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with it. It's just a different type. Um, and in t I wanted to mention as well about first person language. You're going to notice that many people with autism refer to themselves as autistic instead of using person first language like I have autism. So um, this is usually not the way that it's done in the medical field. So for example, a person with cancer doesn't call themselves a cancerous person because it's not their whole identity. However, some people with autism prefer to call themselves autist because it does, or autistic, because it does form their identity and can't be they can't be separated from the condition. For most conditions and situations, however, person first language, i.e. person with autism is appropriate. So if you're talking about someone with autism, use that language instead of saying autistic, unless that person asks specifically for it. 
Does that make sense? So I can say I'm autistic, but it's probably not useful for you to say, oh, Leonie's autistic, especially if you don't know that I'm really fine with that. And also because it may trigger other people who don't know that I am okay with that, if that makes sense. So if you're talking about somebody else who is neuroatypical, it's best to say a person with autism. Um, however, some autistic people may refer to themselves as autistic. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, I probably made some mistakes myself in this and that's okay. Uh, we're all learning and we're all doing better. Anyway, I hope this has been useful. Um, and if you have any recommendations for books about autism, I would love to hear it support at leonidawson.com. If you go to leonidawson.com forward slash autism, uh, you can find all of the links there. Um, and of course, because it is April, I need to tell you that my prices are doubling on the 30th of April for three of my most popular programs, Money, Manifesting Multiple Streams of Income, 40 Days to a Finished Book, and 40 Days to Create and Sell Your E-Course. So if you've ever possibly considered doing any of my shit, now is the time to get them and you can save yourself a hundred bucks. Hooray. Hooray forever. Also, I've got payment plans because yes, I am a fucking legend. <laughs> if you go to leonidawson.com forward slash double, you will find it there. All right, my loves, I love you all. Thank you for listening um, to me share about this and I'm so grateful to have you in my world.